bless the Lord. It's wonderful to celebrate Christmas. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's a special day today. Yeah. We're having some water baptisms, and I know everyone's really excited about that. I want to share a a short word on water baptism this morning. And I I really believe that um, that there's going to be, uh, for many of us who have already been water baptized, there's going to be a refreshing in that and a resetting. The Lord gave me the word refresh and reset for each one of us this morning. Amen? And uh, as we celebrate what God's doing in the lives of those that are going to be baptised. Baptising or baptism is a very, very important part of our lives. And, uh, you know, while preparing for today, I I got pretty overwhelmed with the privilege of being a part of this morning. The privilege of being here. As, as people make this incredible declaration to the Lord. Amen? And, you know, sometimes we can get a little bit flippant about the things of God, and especially around these sort of, around these times, but, wow, you know, the, the holy awe of God. The fear of the Lord came upon me. And uh, I sensed his heart at how important this is to him today. And uh, not only today, but in the life of every believer and I remembered as, as uh, when Jesus was baptised, and I'll go to the scripture in a little bit, but it's coming to me now, how the Lord heard the Father say to him, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. So I sense the pleasure of the Lord and the pleasure of the Lord over this time, the favour of God, the pleasure of God over this time, this morning. And, and I believe every one of us are going to not be uh, only spectators but partakers this morning of the pleasure of the Lord. That we would know on a deeper level how much pleasure he takes in us as his children. How much he loves us. How, 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 how much how, His devotion to us. Yeah, Would you just turn to someone and say, God is well pleased with you this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, when the Bible talks about baptism, it talks about full immersion. Yeah? And uh, it talks about every believer making a public declaration of their faith. And, uh, you know, Jesus led in his example in that, in the scriptures, in his baptism. Sometimes people don't understand the importance of water baptism, so it's a wonderful opportunity to share it this morning. And as I said, refresh and reset what happened to you when you were water baptised, what actually took place in your life. Because many of us might not know, not not have known, but but God wants us to know. Amen? So I'm going to share briefly. I believe that uh, the remembrance of the powerful day um, in your life it is is going to just wash over you today and and just bring such a such a empowerment and refreshing as i said would you turn to matthew 26 with me verse 19 <coughs> god breathe the fresh on these scriptures you know we should never get familiar with the word of god because it's always revelation upon revelation he peels it open Again and again and again. Amen. 
Jesus said, Go then and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Then we see in, uh, in Acts 2, um, Peter was asked a question after, after bringing an incredible message after the day of Pentecost. And after hearing the message that Peter gave, the people said, What shall we do? I love it when people hear the word of God and they say, what shall we do? In other words, what, how can I respond to this in a way that brings honour to God? How can I respond to this in a way that brings pleasure to him? Yeah? How can I respond to this in a way that, 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 that honours the words that I've just heard? And this is what he said. Peter's answered them in Acts 2.38 in the Amplified, repent Change your views and purpose to accept the will of God in your inner selves instead of rejecting it. There's a good response right there. Repent, change your views and purpose to accept the will of God in your inner selves instead of rejecting it and be baptised every one of you. So the words came, and what I expect here, Jesus is saying, what I expect you to do is to accept what you've heard. You know, that that needs to be our attitude every time we come to the Word of God. We accept His Word, and we adapt our actions to what He is saying. We change our mind. We change our view. We have a change of heart and accept the will of God. This is what the people today are doing in their baptism. He says, every one of you in the name of Jesus, everyone, okay, everyone. So what he's saying is every believer should be water baptised. Every believer should be immersed in water. Hallelujah. So if you've got any doubts as to whether baptism is for you, let's just clear it up this morning. Every one of you, bless the Lord. How many? Everyone. Turn to someone and say, everyone. That means you and me. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Baptized actually means to make overwhelmed and fully wet. To make overwhelmed and fully wet. In Acts 2, verse 41 in the Amplified again, we see, Therefore those who accepted and welcomed his message were baptized and were added that day about 3,000 souls. Woo! They, they heard a message that changed their mind about Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. They, made a, they heard a message that caused them to have an incredible response, 3,000 of them. You know, when I was meditating on baptism a, a few months ago, the Lord said to me, well, actually, it was, everything was a few months ago. <laughs> but it was probably a couple of years ago. <laughs> seems like a few months ago seems like last week probably reminding me of it regularly but he said Kim get ready get the baptismal is that how you pronounce it? ready amen because there's going to be multitudes baptised in the days ahead multitudes amen glory to God now this word was given to the church not a specific church not, not, not different denominations, but it was given to the church, the ecclesia, yeah? The church, not just the local church, the local church as well, but it was given to the church, okay? 
Hallelujah. We see many, many times, if you read the book of Acts or you're reading the book of Acts, you'll see so many times over and over again where the word talks about water baptism. In Acts 8, verse 34, I'm reading out of the New King James Version to 39. (coughs) Excuse me. We see, so the eunuch answered Philip and said, remember the Ethiopian eunuch, I ask you, of whom does this prophet say this? Of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning with this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptised? Then Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. If you believe with all your heart, you may. Amen. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still. And both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water. Both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptised him. Now, when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away so that the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing. Not only was he baptised, but he he experienced something quite supernatural. Philip was taken away. I've got a rope there to tie on Tim and Brad's leg and say, water baptised today. Okay. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) So each one of these people in actual sea were all following the instructions that Jesus came to give them before he ascended. So so throughout church history, water baptism has been practised. It's not a new idea. Amen. It's not a new idea. Straight up, after the day of Pentecost, people began to be baptised in water. Praise Jesus. And Many practice it in different ways, but we see in the New Testament, it's immersion, and immersion is significant. You know, I remember when I first read in the Scriptures about full immersion, I was a Christian at the time, and um, I'd, I'd, I'd been um, baptised in my church, but I hadn't um, had full immersion of baptism. But just reading the scriptures convinced me that, hey, you know, there's something I need to do. Amen? There's something there that I need to experience. And I don't know about you, but everything I read in the Word, I want to experience. Anybody else? You know, if I read it and I know it's for me, you know, I see it's for me. If God's speaking to the church and I say, well, I'm part of the church, then I want to experience that. Amen. I want to follow through because I'm a follower. Amen. I want to follow through. If I get an instruction, I want to follow through because I'm a follower. Turn to someone and say, I'm a follower. Bless the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So when we are born again, we are immersed into Christ. That's something that happens by way of of becoming a Christian. Yeah? We're immersed into Christ. And water baptism is a public declaration of an outward expression of what has happened inwardly. You see, God wants us to have a complete experience, spirit, soul, and body. We are a spirit. 
We live in a body and we have a soul, which is the area of our mind, our will and our intellect. He wants us to have a threefold experience of being born again. Yeah? Touching every area of our lives. And what he's saying is it's out with the old and in with the new. Aren't you glad? Out with the old and in with the new. Yeah? We've already accepted Christ now. But now we are outwardly expressing that. When Peter preached after the day of Pentecost, he said, first, repent and receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and be baptised. Water baptism does not save anyone. Amen? It does not save anyone. It is a physical demonstration that you have received Jesus as your personal saviour. It's a public declaration. Amen? It takes you out of the box. It actually takes you out of hiding. That's a good thing. Amen? I believe we're going to see many people come out of hiding. Many Christians come out of hiding in the days ahead. Amen? Because God is awakening his church. Amen? And not only will we boldly declare his word, but we will boldly follow his instructions. Amen? And we will not be intimidated by the opinion of man, but we will be moved by the word of God. Oh, hallelujah. That's a good word right there. Amen. Anyone want to get out of the box? Oh, I just saw a jack in a box. There's a jacks. There's jacks that are in the box. Amen. And the Holy Spirit's winding them up and they're about to pop out. You're going to meet, belie- you're going to meet people and come across people that you never dreamed were believers. So I never knew you were a believer. Hallelujah. Amen. There's so many more. I'm just saying this perfect. There are so many more believers in your world than you realize. Amen. And they're about to come out of the box. Write that down. Bless the Lord. Maybe that's you. Maybe you need to come out of the box. Maybe I need to come out of the box more. Glory to God. Look out. Bless the Lord. I've lost my notes now. Get back there. Get back in the box. <laughs> hey, baptism is a physical demonstration that you have received Jesus Christ as your personal saviour. Glory to God. Baptism is an outward expression of an inner faith. Hey, you're saying to everyone, hey, I belong to Jesus. I belong to God. Thank you, Jesus. What a privilege. Baptism is like when you get married, like like when we got married, we said our vows one to another. We pledged our lives to one another. And um, the ring that we're wearing is a symbol. Yeah, a reminder to us and a symbol to others that we belong to someone. Something has taken place for everyone to see. That's why I say to men, get yourself a wedding ring on. I often say to the single men, where's your married men, where's your wedding ring? Yeah, I can do that because I'm a mother and a grandmother. So where's your ring? <laughs> yeah. It's a symbol that you belong to someone. Amen. 
Maybe that was for someone here this morning. <laughs> I remember Jason kept on. Remember Jason kept on losing his ring, so he got a tattoo. Tattoo. You see, I can't lose it. Dobbed you in, Jason. Is Jason his one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. If you don't believe in tattoos, he belongs to someone. <laughs> Glory to God. Okay. The water represents an inner cleansing that has taken place in your heart, a spiritual rebirth. In 2 Corinthians 5, verse 16 to 17, Amplified, it says, Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old, previous, moral and spiritual condition has passed away. And behold, the fresh and the new has come. Water baptism is significant. It signifies death to your old man and a new creation being born. Born again and born anew. It identifies with the burying, the burying of the old sin nature. We're actually giving our old sin nature a burial, a funeral. We're giving the we're, today these the ones that are being baptized. They're giving the old man a a funeral, a burial, yeah. In Romans six verse four, New Living Translation, it says, "For we have died and were buried with Christ by baptism." I'll read that again. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism, and just as Christ was raised from the dead. By the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Is something powerful happen today in the lives of the people that are being baptized if their faith is released in that? That it's not a, it's not a religious ceremony. It's a powerful encounter. And it can be as we take a hold of the word and we release our faith in our water baptism. Hallelujah. Romans 6 verse 5 in the New Living Translation says, Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. This is a time where you say to all, I am burying the old lifestyle. And you are rising up out of the water as a new person in Christ Jesus. It is saying, this is what I have done spiritually and now I am publicly laying down the old man. When you were water baptised, you publicly laid down the old man and rose to newness of life. I have become a new man in Christ Jesus. A new person, a new man in Christ. It represents becoming that new person. We died in Christ and we rose to newness of life in him. A public declaration, this is who I am now. I laid down the old man. And guess what? He's going to stay there. Now sometimes you might have to remind him. Sometimes he might want to resurrect himself. Amen? 
But when you get a revelation of this, you get, ah, 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 ah. sorry, sorry, sorry. I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen? What a sacrifice. What a God. Amen? Hallelujah. I laid down the old man and he's staying there. This new person has an opportunity now to publicly say who I am now. The old man is having his funeral. It's important to know. This is why we are doing this today. This is what's happening in people's lives. It's significant. Amen? And, you know, I don't know about you, but I am just overwhelmed with the privilege of being a part of it. Hallelujah. Matthew 3, verse 16. When he had been baptised, this is Jesus, he came up immediately from the water and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. A confirmation. He heard the confirmation. This is my Son. Which was empowering words for Jesus to hear. It's empowering words to, for anyone to hear. This is my son. This is my daughter in whom I am well pleased. I pray that today the people that are being baptised, that, 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 that will resonate in them. That will be imparted in them. The confidence of knowing that they are a child of God. That they actually belong to God. Amen? Hallelujah. We belong to God. Amen? That, 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 that your identity be rooted and grounded in the fact that you belong to God and you are loved by God. Hallelujah. And that you'd boldly declare that the pleasure of the Lord is upon you. Hallelujah. I'm going to turn to Romans. I'll go to Romans uh, 10. I'll get the people that are being baptised to come up, if you would. Please. Let's come up front. <coughs> I'll get you to come over here, if you would, please. Awesome. Over here. Yeah. <laughs> Glory. Give him a hand. Yeah. <laughs> awesome bless the Lord would you I'll get you to turn it towards me if you would I'm going to come down I think oh no no I won't because I've got more things I, yeah these are all lined up that's yeah, alright hey thank you Father I want to read out of Romans 10 9 and 10 could you step back a little bit? Because I can't see you all that well. That's it. <laughs> Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, Oh no, well, let's go to 8. But what does it say? 
the word of God. The word, God's message in Christ, is near you. On your lips and in your heart. That is the word, the message, the basis and the object of faith which we preach. Because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and in your heart believe, trust in and rely on the truth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So it's belief in the heart. We believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. We believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord. Amen? For with the heart a person believes, adheres to, trusts in and relies on Christ and so is justified, declared righteous, acceptable to God and with the mouth he confesses, declares openly and speaks out freely his faith and confirms his salvation. So with the heart we believe, amen, that Jesus is Lord, amen, and with the mouth we confess that God raised him from the dead. It's our salvation, amen. So you're not going to be saved today. You're already saved because I know each one of you have confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. Yeah? So today is a really exciting day. It's a very holy day. It's a blessed day. And I want you guys to savour every, every part of it. Before I, um, before I, uh, we, we start, oh, can I get the, the um, Bethy and Heather and that up, please? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Guys. I want to read the story of Tommy. Okay. He's 10 years old. I'm not sure if anyone's 10 here today, but he's 10. Awesome. Well, Tommy was 10 years old. A 10-year-old boy named Tommy came fresh from soccer practice and went to see the pastor. He said, we learnt a lot about water baptism in children's church last week. The teacher asked everyone who was baptised to raise their hand. Quite a few children raised their hand. So I've decided I want to be baptised too. After the pastor discussed what salvation meant to him, he asked Tommy, do you want to be baptised? Because everyone else does. Tommy said, no, I want to be baptised because I belong to God. The pastor said, okay, we will schedule you for next month. Tommy said, really? Do we have to wait that long to be baptised? Can't you just baptise me now? The pastor was caught off guard and answered him, but if I baptise you now... How will others know that you have been baptised? Tommy quietly responded, I guess by the new way I am living.
you know, Tommy was really right. Water baptism signifies that you have begun to live a new way. That you have begun to live a new way. That you've put on newness of life. It's an act of obedience to what Jesus said in the word of God. That's what our new life looks like. Obedience to the word of God. Amen? So that we can walk in the abundance that Jesus came to give us, the abundant life. He says, walk this way and you'll enjoy abundant life. Life to the full. Till it overflows. So today the grace of obedience is going to be released into your life. I say that prophetically. The grace of obedience to live this new life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you just gather together now and Hallelujah. This group, sheep huddle. They don't line up, they huddle. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. We're just going to pray for these guys. Brad and T.